Just a friendly reminder that the opinions expressed on this show are not worth a Canadian penny, so disregard anything you hear that might get anyone in trouble. And despite some of the great ideas you may hear, don't try them at home. Go to friend's house instead. Welcome to Slam Fire Radio, episode 405. It's May 20th, 2021. I'm one of your hosts, Kelly Lynn. And I'm Angel Michaud. Hey, how are y'all? Fantastic. It feels like forever since we've talked. I know. It's we, yeah, days. yeah, I've missed you. It's been more than <laughs> a day. Has it been more than a day? Did I talk to you yesterday? I can't remember all my days run together. Anyways, uh, what are we doing? Oh, we're doing what we did in guns this week. What we did in guns this week is brought to you by the Calgary Shooting Center as Canada's premier firearm retailer. They got some good stuff going on, and I didn't put anything in here. Do you know anything that's happening at uh, Calgary Shooting Center or what they got going on? Uh, yeah, you know, the um, the thing that I was looking at most recently here that the Calgary Shooting Center had was the uh, they've got a PPU. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the, uh, the 7.92 by 33 Kurtz ammunition, which is uh, pretty hard mm-hmm. to find. So if you have uh, if you have an original like Sturmgewehr 44 and you were looking for ammo for it, Calgary Shooting Center's got you covered. Mm-hmm. Go say hi to Jeff for us. And buy you- some uh, some weird ammo. The price is even reasonable. Like the, <laughs> I can't imagine you get a lot of demand for Probably 7.92 not. by 33 Kurtz, but uh, you can get it for 22 bucks per box of 20 at uh, at the Calgary Shooting Center, which is super duper decent. Cool. All right, Adriel, what did you do? Uh, let's see. I did a couple of things. Um, I got my video out on the Keystone Mini Mosin. Yeah, I saw that. Okay, so seriously, you put it out, and then one day later, it had 1.1 thousand views on it. Mm-hmm. You, it's yeah. like picking up. Yeah. yeah. Are, you, are your videos all like that? As soon as you actually put them out, you get a couple of thousand. Like a thousand in a views day. in a day. Yeah, something like that. Like for for the for the non-gun stuff, no, because people don't want to watch that. Uh, as many people want to watch that, so I really varies depending on what it is. But if it's a gun, like there's not a lot of reviews out on that, on no, that there thing out there. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that that I think that was interesting for people. So yeah, yeah, I started um, watching it and I saw and I said, okay, so this was released yesterday, and then I went, holy crap, you have actually over a thousand views already. It's pretty good. Got to just got to keep up the tempo. My kid yeah. wants to buy a, a VR uh, headset thing, so <laughs> yeah. I'm like, "Kid, I'll, I'll give you the stuff for every three days, but you got to keep up." And you're uh, keeping, keep you're mm-hmm. pushing out the content. Like, a I'm lot. putting the time in too. I'm, I'm at the range pretty much every weekend to mm-hmm. uh, to test all this stuff out. Yeah, you so. know what? You can it's... just stop with that rubbing it in a bit, going to the range. Uh, your range is opening up soon, though, right? <laughs> Two days. In two, two days, days like we that. will be able to go to the range again. It's mm. been a mm. month and a half. Yay. Okay. Well, that'll be so, nice. Yeah, I know, yeah. eh? Yeah. We'll all descend <laughs> on the ranges. There'll be people everywhere, and it's going to be so warm and sunny, it's too. Gonna, oh, speaking, they're going to be so full. Like, the first weekend they're, they're oh, open again, it's going to be insane. Yeah. So, I have to ask. 
How's mm-hmm. the weather? <laughs> uh, it'll get better soon. <laughs> okay. I told you that it was 30 degrees today and sunny. Eh? That's too hot. That's too hot. Tomorrow like is the that. same thing. The next day is going to mm, be the same thing. So it's terrible. Be 30 degrees on the long terrible weekend weather. and people will oh, be gross. at the range. Oh, no. 30 is too hot. Like, I would rather go to the range when it's five. It's five right now. I'd rather go to the range. Yeah, but you five. got snow in May, in mid May. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. No. Okay. I'm made for it. The the guns are made for it. Yeah, you it's got fine. that sleeping bag that you can wear. Mm-hmm. I'm covered in hair as well. So okay, you know, thanks for that. Things. Too much information. <laughs> oh God. Right. Uh, I got and I got some other podcast or not podcasting YouTubing stuff. I got uh, I got a, I picked up a postage scale. So okay. um, I had been using like a, a really accurate kitchen scale, and then I have a digital fish scale that I've been using for like weighing different like guns and gun parts and that kind of thing. But um, the one of them didn't go low enough. The other one didn't go high enough. I'm like, screw this. Um, uh, just get me a super accurate postage scale. So that's what I did is just went and picked one of those up. So now all my gun, all my gun weights that I put on my, my website are going to be, be like accurate down to the second decimal. Yeah. 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 Second decimal point. Uh, and then I also got a, uh, a, a camera mic. Oh, sorry. Uh, no, not yet. Uh, <laughs> You know, actually, um, the reason why I got this was um, I was looking at my analytics and I noticed that mo- like the vast majority of my viewers watch my videos on on phones. So, oh, okay, like um, I got this stupid headset thing. The audio on it's fantastic, but this is head worn mic. It looks stupid, um, and most people are listening to me on on speakers that look like that. And I'm pointing yep. at my cell phone speaker, and they're yeah, yeah. they're crappy. So. Uh, yeah, so I'm just going to run a, a cell phone mic and, uh, this also works for outdoor. If you stick the, the fuzzy on there Yeah. and, uh, yeah, yeah. I think I'm just going to do that for, uh, uh, for my, it'll be a, like a little bit more echoey than my other ones. But again, most people are watching my videos on cell phones and they're using the cell phone speakers. It doesn't matter. It'll be yeah. fine. But I'll probably people, I'll still get people complaining anyways. <laughs> And then I got because wood. Why? Because why? Yeah, because they, they All right. And then I got wood. Then you got wood. Go. So show it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not I got uh, rifle. Yeah. Uh, there's one chunk there. That's the uh, that's the four stock. Uh, this so this is for my number four Mark One. Mm-hmm. Um, I ordered a bunch of stuff from Numrich, and I ordered some stuff from Prestigious Stocks, and I thought like the Prestigious Stocks, like they're gonna make it. They're gonna send it out. It's like Ah, it'll probably be like a few weeks to a month and it was the you, first thing that showed up yeah you ordered that was it last week or the week before uh like a week and a half ago maybe yeah yeah a really week and a half ago. how's the quality it's, of it it's done uh, it's pretty good there's a couple of like corners that i'm gonna need to like you have to fit these things right yep. they're they're rough and uh and whatnot uh, there's a couple spots where like there's a little bit chipping on the edge there, but I think I'm I'm probably gonna have to have to file it and to fit it anyway, so it'll probably be fine. Um, one thing I didn't realize, so I was using the uh, parts fish on Numrich, and uh, so I I got the wood, I got all the little like parts that go along with it. But um, my buddy was telling me, did you get all the metal parts for the for the foreign and that kind of thing? Like, yeah, I looked at the parts fish and I got them all. You sure? Yeah, yeah, I got them. Uh, I, I did because like didn't. there's like little end caps and that kind of thing that go on the the wood and it's like ah I thought Damn maybe it. like the band went over top of that or something like that but not as soon as it arrived I'm like mm, 
no, that needs a metal cap on it. So yeah. putting in another order with Numrich. <laughs> Gotta get some more parts. Uh, oh, well. but, uh it's 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 looking really good. I'm pretty excited. Like I took my I took the old wood off of it. That old wood looks pretty good on it, but this this stuff's gonna be better. Yeah. It's uh even in the rough, it looks it looks really nice. And uh, I can, uh, I've already test fitted a couple parts. I'm like, yeah, it's it's all nice and tight. So it's all like you got to sand or you got to chisel a little bit in order to get that thing fitted. Yep. Um, but that's good. It just means that everything is going to be a nice tight fit on this thing as, as tight as I want it. Right. Yeah. How are you going to finish it? Boiled linseed oil. Okay. And it's uh, I'm hoping to use that Toronto elevator stuff, uh, which is some defunct co- company, I'd imagine. Uh, oh, but, I actually uh, no. We'll see. We'll see if it's, it's spoiled. It's still operational. Toronto is Elevator it? is still operational. They fixed elevators. I went and looked. There's and still... apparently back in the day they stained them. Apparently, they, uh, they, they, uh, sorry, not stained. They applied boiled linseed oil on them. Well, I'm sure that they did because you know the elevators way back when were had the wood paneling. I'm mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got to put that that linseed oil finish on there. Looks good. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I uh, sold a bunch of guns. I I put a I, I kind of collected all the guns I wanted to sell. Took pictures, put up prices, put it all on my website, uh, put it out on like Discord and uh, my website and then whatnot. And uh, you sold everything? No, nope, not not everything. Oh, but okay. I sold about half of it. Okay. Um, it's good. It's uh, it's good. I got to like move some of this stuff out, so I got a chance to to buy some more stuff. Bring some uh, more inventory in. in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I've been like uh, packaging and mailing. I got like the Canada Post thing on my computer down to an art now. Use that posted scale. Oh, baby, it's just like it's, it's we're just you ticking keep, in here, stripping. Yeah, and you keep telling me I need to get one of those because of all the packages that I send <clears> out and standing in line for. Two hours. You don't have to. I got a drive through <laughs> place. I'm going to go right after the show today. You have a drive through um, place? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. And because the, the packages are already like, I got the thing on there. They, I drive up to the window. And go I here. Stuff it through the window. And they're like, uh, so can I help you, sir? I'm like, I can't. And they take it and I leave. <laughs> There's no receipt. They don't scan it in. They're just like, thanks. And I just leave. It's the best. The less human interaction the better, the better. <laughs> uh, last time i told you the last time that i was mailing stuff it took me two hours yeah horrible yeah, yeah horrible you, got, you gotta get oh i gotta i'll send you the link to this scale it does up to 100 pounds and it's uh it's really accurate okay and yeah, it will save me. you time because then you just slap it on the thing you take it to the yeah. place and you say take this box dig it okay. and if they say sorry i'm busy you drop it on the floor and you walk out that's their problem now <laughs> <laughs> here okay yeah 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 I so i gotta uh i gotta box some more stuff up and uh i called the cfp like yesterday and today multiple times to do transfers and check pals and whatnot and uh yeah i'm probably gonna be doing that for the next couple of days here just shipping and whatnot and i accidentally clicked on my link and showed it while travis was doing that thing because i was clicking off and clicking on again but yeah, gotta gotta sell some stuff. Gotta move some stuff out. Gotta move stuff so you can get some stuff in. If anyone's interested, huntinggearguy.com. I got some good prices. OBO. Okay. I'm going mm-hmm. to check it out. Mm-hmm. All right. 
Is that everything? You, yeah. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, you rubbed it in that the uh, ranges are closed. But as of today, we got an announcement today that in two days they're going to be opening. and But it's going to be limited to five people. And I think that's per bay. So I would assume that's per bay. But we can go to the ranges again. I got an email like a half an hour ago that's saying that the Trap and Skeets Club is opening and Napanee Gun... Uh, I'm sorry, Napanee uh, range is open. All my ranges are now officially open, so I'm going to get going. Uh, what else? Oh, and I just literally, as we're talking, I got a message from uh, one of the executives at the club saying that there's a steel match on the 30th and there's a spot available if I want it. See? It's good to know. Steel people. challenge? Yeah, the steel challenge. Oh, yeah. Have you done that before? Oh, yeah. We've had yeah? fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, so I'm good. Thinking, so good. Yeah, let's do it. Um, mm-hmm. That being said, uh, so in, it's five people. So I don't know how we're going to do this five people with a steel challenge. Must per be squad. Per squad. Five people per squad. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. These are five person gatherings that are that are mobile. Right. <laughs> exactly. So, but the other thing that's, uh, so I have my Black Badge course that's scheduled mm-hmm. for the 11th of June. I'm not sure that's taking place. I'll have to figure that out because I think there's more than 10 people with the with the match director in that as well that does the black badge course. So mm, I'm not sure. That's so harder we'll, to do with five. Yeah, 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 we'll have to figure that out. So June 14th, they've. So what has happened is Ontario has stages, and they're opening us up in stages. So the, for the first stage, which is happening in two days, it's limited. The ranges are open, and it's five people. Mm-hmm. Outdoor outdoor gatherings is five people, unless you're dead, and then it can be ten, I guess. And then if you're whatever, anyways. Um, and then June fourteenth uh, is the next stage, and then it's going up to a limit of ten people for outdoor events and sporting events. Ten people, that's it. But we'll figure it out, and we'll get moving forward with that. Uh, so, but the the biggest thing there is that gun ranges are now going to be open and you can go and shoot and it's going to be great for mental health. I just need to, you know, shoot something. We're going to have, we're going to have shooting matches uh, in Alberta with more cases than you guys mm-hmm. way faster. My Thanks. prediction. Awesome. My prediction because okay. uh, they open up the schools on Tuesday. And, yeah. Uh, our schools aren't yeah. open. So eh. Anyways, we'll get, uh, we'll get the shooting matches. I'll get the maple seeds up and running soon. Okay, you know what? Stop. <laughs> I've got, I've got, I got one scheduled late June, like twenty fourth or something like that. And I was like cautiously optimistic about that before. Now I'm like, nah, I'll probably squeeze one in before then too. Oh, I can. So the one that I have down in Mount Bridges, that's the one that's going to happen uh, first. I think for us, I had to late had, May, right. No, it's June the 18th. Mm. Oh, yeah. You're definitely good for that. Uh, well, we had to cancel the one on May 30th. And the reason is because of... We didn't. We were basically told that it was going to be extended another two weeks. And I reissued the refunds for everybody. And I'm not reorganizing it again. So, anyways. That's that. Uh, the other thing that we've been doing is actually with the Gunny Girl calendar, the squad, the, the ladies, the OG, as I like to call us. Because we're the old gals or the original mm-hmm. gangsters. I don't want to call us the old gals, but I'm pretty old. Um, but the original gangsters, uh, we are. We went through the list and we're starting to let people know about uh, whether they're going to be in the calendar or not. We had so many people apply this year. It was like, 
it was really hard and I, and I hate letting people down. Um, but it happens. So, but what yeah. we've done is actually the Ontario event, we're having a couple of shoots in different areas. Uh, if we have a lo- enough girls to do it. So we're doing an Ontario shoot. We're doing an Alberta shoot. So we actually got together last night and we booked an Alberta shoot trip uh, or trip shoot, whatever. Uh, so we're going to be there in Alberta. Going, going to Alberta. And we're coming to Berta. We're super excited. It's going to be in like, I'm starting to sound like share. It's going to be August, end of August. So I'm sure that we'll be able to actually get in there with no problem. So Alberta doesn't care about anything. So we'll just fly in. Uh, so yeah. Getting what, super you could excited. fly in right now. I know. <laughs> They're definitely not going to care in August. Yes, that's exactly it. So I can't go if it's going to be like two weeks isolation. I can't afford that at work. But we don't think that's going to happen. So no. we've already we booked the plane tickets last night, but car rental, sent some emails to some ladies. Oh, it's going to be so excited. And we're going on a road trip. The OG is going on a road trip. So that's super exciting. And that's about it. But I get to finish up the show quickly so they can go and reply to that email or that message that I just got sent. So that's it. Why don't we talk talk about upcoming events? Upcoming events is sponsored by TLS Alpha. TLS Alpha is a Canadian digital agency that works exclusively in the firearms vertical. They help with business processes, strategic planning websites, e-commerce, and battling the stigma the industry carries with banks, merchant processors, merchant processors, and social media. Learn more at uh, telosalpha.com. So uh, while we're actually talking about this, Adriel's furiously typing away. So Adriel, why don't you tell us about some of the events that are... Can you hear the typing? I have a really loud keyboard. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Uh, Okay. uh, (laughs) Well, we just mentioned Maple Seeds. Those will be probably mid mid to late June. Yeah. Uh, Three Gun, uh, Chaz had a match scheduled for June, but we like we didn't take any registrations for it because we didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah. Um, I bet, I bet that's going to be able to happen. But yeah, that's it's just a bet at this point. It's not actually open. Yeah. I don't actually know if it will open or not, but maybe, maybe mid June. So with this flipping of the switch and reopening, I think that we can actually safely say or safely start planning. Some of the rest of the year, we've been June, July, August, yeah. September. Yeah, we can go hard yeah. on those months. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we can start. We can start actually planning or or communicating with the ranges again. They put a little bit of a hard stop on things until they figure out what's going on with us. So, yeah, that's it. If you guys actually have some events that are going to be happening, just let us know about them, and we'll promote them. Um, we're happy to do that for you. Uh, news. Uh, CCFR legal donations. There hasn't been anything been posted recently. I'm sure that that will actually change in the next couple of days. So we'll do that. Uh, why don't you actually talk about the CCFR legal challenge fundraiser that we're currently doing in conjunction with the Great Birch Solutions? Yeah, we're trying to uh, beat the CCFR's other uh, legal funds donation uh, channels, all of them uh, combined, mm-hmm. uh, just with yep. this one that we're putting on. Uh, <laughs> we're doing that with a couple of uh, CCFR engraved uh, Grey Birch receivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the deal is you make a donation to the CCFR Legal Challenge through their website, send us a photo of the donation, or go on over to Armory DC Gunsmith and make a donation there. And uh, you'll be entered to uh, potentially get a chance to win a Grey Birch CCFR engraved CLR receiver, which is a Gucci uh zero moa uh milled in rail 
1022 receiver. So we actually have a couple, not just one. We have a couple that we're giving Did away. Did I say there was just one? Yep. Oh, there's there's a couple. And yeah. then there's also one with with uh, Denis. No, that's there's it. So we got one with it. No, we got one three? with Denis three. and one with us. No, there's two. Two. There's two, two. out there. Yes. That's what I meant to say. Okay. And they're a limited edition. They're all numbered. They're hand, They're not hand engraved. They're laser engraved. So CC Pop. That one probably had to press a button to engrave it. So uh-huh. it's kind of hand engraved. A friend of mine actually, funny story, a friend of mine posted on Facebook today. He says, if you call your guns or your parts Gucci, I no longer have any respect for you. <laughs> I, you just uh, do. <laughs> and I will continue to use that word. <laughs> Not even ironically, hundred percent serious. Anyways, I just but Gucci in. actually doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah. Like if if someone were like I have a Gucci handbag, you're like I don't know what that means and I don't care. <laughs> you overpaid for a bag, I guess. Yeah. Cool. Okay. It yeah. made me giggle on the inside when you said it. Yeah. You uh, don't. You don't know. Not this show, but the next show, I'll try to use it as much as possible. Yeah. Okay. Challenge accepted. <laughs> Why don't yeah. I tell? Why don't I tell everybody about? Uh... Okay, first of all, did we say the draw date? I was giggling inside about the Gucci. Nope, I didn't get, even get down there <laughs> far enough yet. Uh, so okay. great, great Birch donated these uh, receivers, so we could uh, put this contest on. So thanks, out, go out to them, and uh, thanks for the CCFR for putting on the legal challenge to uh, take those bastards to court. You so bet. Do those bastards? Yep. Uh, the the bastard, draw date is. Yes. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry. You don't have to say it. I, I can say it. Okay. <laughs> uh, the draw date is uh, May 27th. That's next week. Uh, it's coming up quick. Uh, right now, your odds would be Pretty in good. your favor. Your, the odds would be in your favor right now if you were to donate. Uh, and uh, pretty good odds. Pretty did good you see odds. what I just did? It's the Hunger Games. The odds are. I watched the movies, but I didn't pay a lot of attention to <laughs> Okay. Them. Yeah. May the odds be ever in your favor. Yeah. Okay. I was trying to make the reference, but I don't know the movie. (laughs) You got to watch the movie. I guess. guess. Anywho, that's what's up with that legal fund fundraiser. So a couple people donated Tom K, Trevor P, and Josh V this week. Can I donate? Sure. Why not? Your money is good as good as anybody else's. Will it look suspicious when I pick myself? Absolutely. (laughs) No. If you actually (laughs) donate. We will verify. We'll get Pricewaterhouse on here to show that we're actually doing this legit. I don't know what I can do. I'll gain the system. <laughs> do you really want one? Uh, well, I have one. Yeah, I, I know. I just, I was just, I was just, I one. I have the, the other one, the LER yeah. one. Yeah, I'm going. Do you really want one? <laughs> yes. I, I just like messing about on the show. Okay. Do we really need to get Pricewaterhouse on the show, though? Uh, are we just gonna do random generator let's just uh, is that like random house is that like some sort of like lottery uh yeah authority? so yeah so either it's lottery or like the oscars they always don't at the oscars they always have the dude from price waterhouse and he comes on to say we verified these don't you the remember oscars it? aren't legitimate though well yeah the lizard yeah. men pick those everyone knows that <laughs> Oh, that guy's just a fraud. He's just showing up to say, we verified that the lizard people said they had my wife. That is correct. <laughs> I have to say that it's legit. That anyway, is- I don't I don't know that what I don't know how this is related to gun stuff, but I uh, don't either. <laughs> let's get well, back on to something else. Okay. Let's talk about new gun stuff. 
new gun stuff is sponsored by bold action coffee Slamfire radio is now a brand ambassador for bold action coffee the coffee is roasted in small batches and quite honestly some of the best coffee that you can get your hands on send it to your house by going to boltactioncoffee.com enter the discount discount code Slamfire, and it's all caps and all one word and you will get it a discount and also get some really good coffee by the way it's real good anyways what's new in guns uh the bcls are out the bcl bisons bisons uh, share this window and there it is there's the black creek labs mrx it's a bolt action rifle that takes ar mags interesting mm, and ar stocks because i guess you could put an ar mag in like one of those uh one of them ruger uh ruger rifles or the mossberg has one as well that takes uh air mags interesting mm-hmm. what's your thoughts i will not buy version one or version two of anything like this. <laughs> i was just gonna ask you're gonna wait yeah, i'm sure other people will though i mean there's less to go wrong in a bolt action rifle uh but uh yeah no not not uh, version one for me no thank you no. No. but it's out and i think that's important to uh to mention Yep. All right. Uh, next one I have here is Bullseye has a sale on CCI Mini Mag. So I know. Um, I'm super excited about this. <clears throat> five thousand rounds. You got to buy five thousand, and it's uh, four hundred and seventy-eight bucks, and you yep. get five thousand rounds of Mini Mag HB, which is uh, this is the plated uh, round nose one. So the mm-hmm. the Mini Mags they'll have hollow point, and then they have a round nose, and this is the round nose style. Yeah, this is a style I like. And 5000 at for yeah, this is good. Good price. CCI CCI mini mags, it's it's where you have the meeting of quality, a little bit of quality, a little bit of accuracy and a little bit of price. So reliable and reliability. And reliability. So reliability everything all yeah, so. Yeah. So if people are people always ask me, okay, what should I be bringing to an event? What should I actually? And I'm going if you can get a CCI mini mags, like just get them, mm-hmm. and you won't be you won't be sorry. And then uh, the next this next one, you had a picture of yourself <laughs> I, I uh, know. shooting a rascal, <laughs> and there was talk about like maybe like a rascal competition. And then yeah. Wolverine put this out. And I'm like, oh, this got to be like this can't be a, a coincidence. It's it's the rascal target xp yeah so it's, a, it's got a heavy barrel it's yeah. got a heavy 16 and an eighth inch barrel yeah one piece picatinny rail it's a savage bolt action single shot there's a single shot right it's a single shot yeah it's a rascal with the bipod yeah. with the bipod yeah muzzle uh threaded so you can put a brake on there which you mm. will need to tame the recoil of that 22 yep a precision hardwood <laughs> stock which I'd imagine that's like the Boyd's Pro Hunter stock. Okay. And yeah. uh, it comes with a scope. <laughs> comes with yeah. a little baby scope on there. Yeah. Four by 32. So cute. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I put this picture of me shooting a rascal. I was actually testing it out, see how accurate it was. And we have a bunch of them for our youth shooters. Anyways, and so one of our friends took it. And put it on the um, CRPS site, and because Savage is actually a sponsor there, and he was talking about, as you said, a, a rascal. Of course, it's 
Rick. And he's going, let's do a a rascal series. And then I actually put on there, I said, seriously, if you, if money was not an object, what would you, how would you pimp out your rascal? And I think they found it a heavy Mm. barrel, like seriously. You know, what other thing would be fun with maple seed, uh, time trials to, to riflemen. How fast can you shoot like uh, uh, a rapid fire MQT score rifleman in the minimum amount of time? Oh, God. Maybe we need to do like hit hit factor shooting, like IPSC. Mm, hit factor shooting with maple seed. Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, no? gosh. Yeah. Kind of kind of deviating a little bit away from the uh, original Safe- purpose. Of, yeah. <laughs> of, Accuracy, uh, marksmanship. And yeah. marksmanship and safety. <laughs> Hmm. How fast can you get? There. How fast can you do an MQT and score a rifleman and still? No, okay, yeah, actually, <laughs> you did pretty fast. Advanced, advanced. Yeah. Uh, this next one, so a buddy of mine was ordering some stuff from uh, True North Arms, and uh, and I looked. They have a whole pile of stuff for WKs, like all the parts. So if you oh. break apart, or if you like uh, accidentally dremeled one to death, and uh, and need to buy some stuff. Uh, they've got all the stuff. The other thing they have is a whole p- bunch of Glock stuff and a bunch of stuff from the uh, Glock store in the U.S. Glock store yeah. is like this uh, kind of mecca for Glock performance parts in the U.S. Mm-hmm. So they've got, um, if you would listen to the show, maybe like two years ago, no, even more, three or four, when I was uh, uh ing my Glock 34. <laughs> uh, I'm going to use it as a verb now. Uh, yeah. One of the things I had done is is I got this uh, I got this magwell that had a brass yes. insert in it and uh, they're selling them at uh, this isn't quite the same one, but they're selling a big mouth aluminum magwell for Glocks gen three and four with, it says three pound, but it's a three ounce brass insert. A three pound brass insert would be something, something else. Yeah. Make yeah. your pistol into a six pound pistol. But I, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, there what have you done with that Glock by the way? Uh, I shoot every, I shoot a match with it every once in a while with it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's not, it's not as good as my shadow too. Uh, no. um, but it's all right. It works. It runs fine. Yep. Anyways, if you want to get one of these things, they come in uh, blue, red, silver, boring. Every color of the rainbow. Yeah, I wish. I would like like a hot pink one, I think. If there I is a pink one on there. What? No, there's red. No, there's pink. No. That's red. That's clearly okay. red. Okay, seriously, I need to check my eyes then because the one right there at the top in the middle, that's a pink. Okay. That's um, that's viewers. Pink. Viewers, is there something <laughs> wrong with Kelly's eyes or is that pink? There, okay, so in I the middle, like the top this. is pink and down on the second row uh, over to the left-hand side is red. There's two. There's red and pink. Okay. <laughs> oh there's the pink one. Oh jesus oh i didn't even see that uh there's pink on the on this picture but they don't have it as an option they just have red blue and silver oh, okay so maybe they maybe they have pink kelly um... is blind <laughs> i think you were looking at it separately from the shared screen that i'm doing right now like that that's what's going on because really Oh, that's Kyle. Sorry. That's the wrong one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he is blind because yeah. she actually had that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm really happy that uh, North Arms is doing that because yeah. uh, it's good selection. And I think that uh, I like that we have a couple of stores that have lots of these little parts because uh, 
it's hard to find this stuff. And I hate buying from the US and like, am I going to get nailed for uh, import duties on the way in? Is yeah. shipping going to be like a lot more than I thought it was going to be? I'd yeah. much rather buy from a Canadian source when I can. And uh, yeah, I'm glad that they're carrying that kind of stuff. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's, that's all I got for uh, new gun stuff. Okay, cool. Why don't we get into tonight's main topic? Hey, everybody, for tonight's main topic, we have Travis Bader on, and he's from Silver Core, the Silver Core podcast. I just wanted to say thanks, Travis, for coming on tonight. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Adriel. Really, really happy to be here. Well, we are, we've been trying to get you on for quite a while, and we we're super excited that, you can't, that you've that you been able to come on. I've been listening to you, actually, from the beginning. So, well, really? Beginning, yeah, from I was one of your first subscribers. I'm flattered. Oh, I am flattered. Yeah. Yeah. So I just wanted to let everybody know that Silver Silver Core Podcast is actually a really, really good podcast. It's, um, how do I say this? The quality and the editing is much better than we are. We have. (laughs) I feel like you're directly throwing me under the bus with that comment, Kelly, but I'm okay with it. Yeah. (laughs) Adriel. No, do you want to edit? No, we're just going to put it in. Uh, Let it run. Let it ride. Yeah, you tend to have some really quality guests on and they're subject matter experts like what you talk about. And the other thing is, too, with your guest, I don't hear any dead air or anything like that. You do a really good job with keeping the flow going. So I just want to let you know that. Thank you. So why don't you tell everybody about Silvercore podcast? When did it start and why did you come up with it? Well, about a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. I actually never really listened to podcasts before aside from getting a, a Christmas gift of going to see Steve Ranella oh, yeah. produce his podcast live in Washington. So went across the border and checked it out, got to meet and greet him and a few of the other crew, which is pretty cool. And I thought, you know, this podcasting thing, I knew nothing about it really at the time. And another friend said, do you want to be on my podcast? Oh. So said, all right, a little nervous. He comes in, brings a couple of beers in and set up some lav mics and he interviews me. And I thought this was a lot of fun. And you know, after that podcast, he says, Trav, you should really start your own. So I bit the bullet and started getting some audio equipment and I now have video equipment installed in the studio. Mm-hmm. And I think we're on, we're going to be, what is it? Almost coming up on episode 50. So we're nowhere yep. near 405 like you guys, but uh, well, we're it's all. It's only been a year and a half, so, you know, the 50 episodes is actually really, really good. Yeah, we uh, we release every two weeks yep. on Tuesdays. Recently, I've started just releasing every week because the content's starting to pile up, and mm-hmm. there was some topical content that I wanted to make sure I got out there. Yeah. The recent one with the, um, the shootings of the Lower Mainland and basic urban awareness, so we did a part yeah. one on that. So that, yeah, so you specifically address situational awareness. You had a really good... It, well, he's been on your podcast a couple of times. He's uh, somebody who is uh, law enforcement or retired law enforcement right. and talked about situa- the situational awareness and it was specific to Van- well, the shootings that have been happening. And you've had, you've had a lot of, you've had a lot of shootings in the past few weeks actually there and people aren't expecting it. And it was great to actually talk about what to do about it. So it was a good, co- it was actually one of my favorite topics that you covered and it's the one the most recent one you did did you say that it was going to be a a series though it's going to be part one two and three and honestly when we did that podcast 
I sat down and he's a really good friend of mine, Paul, and mm -hmm. he's 35 year veteran of the Vancouver police department. Mm -hmm. And he's the one who said, you know, we should do something, talk about basic situational awareness and maybe people will find some value in that because that's one thing that I keep harping on, which is if I'm going to be asking people to dedicate an hour of their time to listen to me or listen to Silvercore podcast, I really want to make sure that I'm bringing them some form of value. And that's either going to be an entertainment or education, but something that they can leave with. So Paul mm -hmm. says, well, let's do this urban awareness. And it's something that I've got a passion for. And man, I had reams of notes. And when Paul started talking, I was like, okay, there's a whole bunch of stuff I want to get through. Yeah, right? And he just of... flowed, didn't oh, he? He is so it was good. He, good. Yeah. He, yeah. He's got a great voice and he's, he's really good at what he does. Yeah. And so we said, well, let's break it down before, during, and after the incident. So mm -hmm. we did the before we're going to touch on a little bit more of the before and then get into during, and then we're going to get into an after. So it's two more podcasts on the subject. Um, so one of the th most favorite things that I got from that podcast or that specific one about the urban awareness was the different color system. Right. And not only that, you were talking about it from the point of view of what to be aware of, and then also how it flips. So if you're in the situation, how to actually, well, the person that's perpetrating whatever it is also actually is in that color system as well. Right. So the criminals, especially when you're in the black. Um, so it's, it was really interesting for me from what I do for a living. I actually was able to relate to the subject um, or the, what was being talked about. But I think that uh, somebody who has no idea about anything, whether it's violence, shooting, et cetera, mm -hmm. would be so interested. This would be stuff that they need to be aware of. Because usually it, you guys were talking about, you know, walking down the street, you know, looking at your phone, uh, you know, no eye contact. Or if there is contact, that's actually another good point you guys made was eye contact. Make sure that the person that is there knows that you actually see them. But also if you're seeing them, it might be seen as aggression as well. So, yeah. It's yeah. a rope, yeah. Yeah. So it's that. But it was probably one of my favorite episodes so far that you've had another one that was actually a really good one was you had hank shaw on so hank shaw for those people that don't know him is a james beard award winner uh, he's a chef and mm. there's james beard and there's like a michelin star and these are like really really um it's like the oscars. yeah it's like the oscars for but do you want to tell us a little bit about hank shaw about totally. what he does like you guys had a great conversation about it too. So this is a second time today that I've talked about Hank Shaw <laughs> <laughs> uh, and actually I'll be on a zoom call with him tomorrow. He's helping okay. out with one of our, one of our courses. He's a friend and it was funny because we did a podcast. I did a podcast earlier today with uh, Kevin Coswin, who's a producer for a, a couple shows. It's um, and the chef on the show as well, Paul, uh, from the wild and wild harvest. And mm -hmm. he's also been James Beard award nominated for, for that. But anyways, with the Hank Shaw one, first time I met him was in California and, um, he took me and my wife out foraging in the Sierra Nevada mountain range. Yeah. So my question is, so you went foraging for mushrooms. Have you actually told anybody where that place is? Cause that's one of the things he made you swear on. Nope. Told nobody. <laughs> Told nobody. 
and cut you off. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. And as as we're driving to the first location that we're going to, and he's we're in his little Subaru there, and I I decided to, I jumped in the back seat. My wife's in the front, and Hank turns around and says, "Well, if you're hungry, I got some uh, I got some salmon collars back there." And I said, "Oh, okay." So I look over. I didn't realize this was his lunch, and so by the twenty minute car ride that we're on, I polished off all of the salmon collars that he had <laughs> in, in the back seat. And, oh well, I don't regret it. Yeah. No. <laughs> They were fantastic. <laughs> so he has a cookbook out, by the way, everybody. You should go and and, uh, and buy it. But he's somebody who actually does, he, for, like you were talking about, he forages. And then he anything that is fish or anything that is, he's been able to hunt, he'll, he'll cook it. And award-winning chef. So I'm looking forward to hearing more from him. Is he coming on again? You're going to have oh, yeah. him on again? Okay, good. Oh, yeah. So to... Backtrack just a little bit. So Silvercore Podcast, you originally started out, you changed your logo as well, by the way, right? For the podcast, yes. Yeah. And so the original swirl, the Silvercore swirl, was one that I created back in, see, I started doing the core business of what Silvercore does back in 94. Mm-hmm. I was in high school at the time and was doing the training on the weekends and doing that once a month and shutting down in the summertime, uh, started up Silvercore Gunworks and then in 03 started Silvercore Training, fully incorporated. And yeah. I thought the original swirl kind of looked like an S and a C. And I took my grandfather, Silver Armino, who's a Vancouver police detective, and my other grandfather, Cornelius Bader, and I did a little oh. Portland do and took the silver and the core, stuck them together, spelt core a little differently. And, and that's what I came up with with the, uh, the name there. But yeah, a friend of mine who... Uh, uh, he, he actually started off as an instructor for Silvercore and then helped out with some of our marketing and, uh, he's gone on to other jobs and we've remained friends, but he created this, uh, this logo here for us as Mike yeah. Deckers. Yeah. Oh, cool. So before I do want to talk to you about Silvercore training, cause it's part of what you do and you do so much. And like, when you go through your website, it's like, wow, it's just Incredible. But when we go back to the Silver Core podcast, so you initially came out as a hunting, fishing, and outdoors, but you actually do put in relevant topics, not just about hunting, fishing, and the outdoors. So I'll let you know a little secret. I got just a tad of ADHD. <laughs> that, that, that tends to keep me bouncing around and doing a bunch of different things. And I started the Silver Core podcast because I wanted to do something that challenged me, number one. Okay. And number two, Having been in this industry for such a long time and you see the ups and the downs, you see the good and the bad at some point, the po- politics behind everything and yeah. there, there can be negativity. It, it can kind of get you down. And I wanted mm-hmm. to bring some positivity into the firearms world and yep. into the hunting world and fishing. And, and I thought, well, I'll, I'll do the silver core podcast. Terrible name, by the way, for a podcast. It says nothing about what we do. Slam fire. I got an idea. You guys are probably going to be talking <laughs> about firearms, right? yeah. but I'm yeah. hoping in the long run, it's going to give me a little bit of latitude to be able to talk about a wide array of different things. And if someone well, tunes yeah. in and I'm talking about something they're not interested, they can tune out, but it gives us a little bit more latitude. I think. I think that you actually, you're not funneling yourself into something that's specific. You 
you do talk, like, look, at, I just said you had something about situational awareness and now you have somebody who is, a, you know, award-winning chef on. And one of the other shows that I really, really liked was uh, Ryan Stacey came on from IBI Barrels. Yes. And you, you were talking about how to make your rifle more accurate. And he was talking about barrels, but one of the side, I already, so he was talking <laughs> about the Carcano, which was really, it, it hit, a, it hit, um, I was going, oh, okay. So I started listening to it and he was talking. So he being Ryan was talking about the Carcano and how he has some ideas about what had happened with the grassy knoll, et cetera. So everybody who knows the Carcano knows about um, JFK. So, uh, and then a couple of weeks later, Adriel buys a Carcano. And I said, you got to listen. <laughs> I said, you got to listen to Silvercore because Ryan Stacy's on it. And he's talking about the Carcano. Now, I'd asked you, are you going to do another episode with Ryan and the whole, what his thoughts and feelings are about the Grassy Knoll? Because he said it's a whole different podcast he was going to go or episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what's going on with that? So the answer to that is we are and we did okay. so it's a twofold answer i uh, i still have all of the audio i'm going to be going through it what we did was at that time we were filming a a quick promo video for ibi and so ryan and i went out and we're showing off the carbon fiber barrels that they're making mm -hmm. sweet barrels and we needed to do to do a little bit of voiceover work back in the studio here and i said well tell you what if you're coming in to, to do the voiceover work I was able to track down a JFK pro. This guy's published, he's written articles on it. He's traveled in the States and in Canada, lecturing and talking on it. I tracked him down. Let's get him in here. Ryan's like, absolutely game. <laughs> let's do it. The fellow came in and he was perhaps a little bit heavier on the conspiracy side. than <laughs> we were originally anticipating. Less on the, yeah. Okay. So, uh, I'm going to go through it and see if it's usable. I want it to be something of value for the listeners. And I also don't want it to be something, if I have a guest on my show, I want them to feel comfortable that they're not yeah. going to be leaving embarrassed. And I want to make sure it's going to be something, uh, that stands up. If it isn't, we're definitely going to revisit it because Ryan, man, he, Ryan's a sharp guy. Oh, he, he is. Yeah. Yeah. And he's got some great ideas and thoughts on, on that whole process, which really makes sense. And mm -hmm. if I, I might even just be able to pull that out of the podcast, but we'll see. Yeah. Okay. I'm looking forward to that episode. It might, might be one of my new ones as well. So, all right. So you have some eclectic, you have, let's for lack of a better term, you have an eclectic mix of topics and guests. And by the way, as I said, it's uh industry. You have a lot of actually technical and industry experts on there too so you, if people want to actually come on or sorry if people want to listen you're going to get as you said like ibi ryan has so much information about yeah. barrels and shooting and getting the most well you know he's only been six times national champion for you oh know my. service rifle so he probably knows a little bit about shooting mm -hmm. and getting accuracy right <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we, we try to find people who know what they're talking about and have yeah. an interesting story. And the yeah. biggest things that we are looking for is somebody who has a passion for what they do and mm -hmm. wants to share that passion. And if we can do that in a positive way, because sometimes we do touch on some 
topics that are going to be a little bit more politically charged. Yep. And I, I mean, if you want to get ratings and rankings, talk about that kind of stuff. That's, mm-hmm. that's a surefire way. It's just not where I want to take the podcast. Yeah. I want people to listen to it and m- feel better and, and maybe be inspired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, we, we've had a number of different experts. In fact, we've got, uh, and you guys have had Ian Runkle on the pa- podcast oh, yeah. as well. Yeah. Great guy. We've uh, opened one up for the Silver Core Club members and said, if you had a question that you could ask a lawyer who has an innate background for firearms law, what would you ask? Yeah. So we've got, we got a whole <laughs> slew of questions, but we'll be recording that one shortly. And okay. uh, I, I think that'll be a very... Um, there's a lot of questions that people tend to ask over and over again, and, yeah. it, and it should be, that should be a really good one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was actually thinking about if Ian came on the show and we opened it up to our, to our listeners, I'm going, are we pushing the boundaries of what's legal? <laughs> but it's good. I'm really looking forward to that one too. Obviously Ian is also a friend of the show and he's been on several times. So it, it oh, will he's be great. interesting. Yeah. And he's also a personal friend as well. So. And he's got such a great perspective on things. Oh, I know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's quite, it's quite good. So I wanted to ask you about the guests that you've had. Have you, or subject matters that you've had that you think are your favorites or anything. So if somebody is not familiar with silver core podcasts, which ones are your favorites that you think people should really go and listen to? You know, I've made a few, uh, all the clips that we see on the silver core YouTube channel right now are ones that I've created a couple of years ago. I said, I'm going to figure out how to use the Adobe suite, premiere pro Photoshop edition, after effects, all of these different things. I still don't know how to use it, but I can, <laughs> I, I can kind of get some content out. So some of the more popular ones in my mind, I've made little video trailers or, or intros to, and. Colin Dowler is one of them. Mm -hmm. He survived a horrific grizzly bear attack by using his little folding buck knife Mm -hmm. while he was in the air, in the grizzly bear's jaws, and he gave it a poke in the neck. And that was a, that was a rather emotional podcast with about at least half of it on the cutting room floor for continuity. It actually, it reached a point when I was sitting there and I said, look at, I know I flew in, I'm at your location here. We don't have to do this. I'll take you out for lunch. Let's go do something else. He says, no, no, no. The information I have here could save somebody else, save their life. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he, he soldiered on. That was a really good one. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, Mark Horsley, he's staff sergeant, friend of mine, VPD. Um, and he was, he shot the FBI possible. He was down in Quantico, Virginia using his service pistol. They call it the possible because it's not impossible. Yeah. It's almost impossible. Basically he shot that. I did very well top of his class. I think he's the only one on that intake to be able to, to shoot it suffers a horrific motorcycle accident. He's got traumatic brain injury. Can only see his, wife and kids for I think about an hour a day, if that within this one window, otherwise he's locked up in a dark room while the brain heals and comes around to represent Canada in uh, PPC over in the Australia. I mean, really inspirational stories. Uh, that's one Colin Dowler, uh, the inventor of the invisible, sorry, not Colin Dowler, Guy Kramer, Guy Kramer, the inventor of the invisible cloak. I don't know if you saw that one. No, I didn't see that one. I should probably oh. go and 
and check brilliant. it out now. <laughs> he's brilliant, but I wouldn't believe it until he brought it in and a lenticular lens array that refracts light and you disappear, but your background doesn't. So th- there's a number yeah. that are, that are, uh, that kind of stick out. <laughs> yeah. We, we had just recently, um, Nikki Van Scheindel and yeah. she was on, uh, uh, alone discovery channels alone and talking about surviving 51 days in the Arctic. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, some really great content there. So we suggest people go out and look at, check out the podcast, but also look at the the YouTube content as well. Any exciting guests that are coming up that you want to talk about? Let's see. I usually don't pre-announce the guests that I'm, I have here other than my, I already let the cat out of the bag, but we're doing with Ian, Ian. But, but, but our members already know about that. Yeah. Um, we, we've got a couple of people on the, the maybe list that have said, yes, we're, we're keen, we're on board, we're, we're, we'll do it, but we just haven't locked down yet. Had mm-hmm. A couple of rather big names and well, big names, period, not, not just in the industry. So, um, I'll, I'll keep it under wraps. I tend not to like to, uh, uh, talk things up until it happens okay. out, of, out of fear of jinxing it. Okay. So in other words, just turn in. You'll let us know when it's coming up. <laughs> just subscribe. Like yeah. and subscribe. I can subscribe. Uh, let's talk about Silver Core training. Now, uh, so to go back a little bit, you were talking about you founded it quite a while ago, and it's evolved um, significantly. So what types of things? So before we get to the training specifically, uh, where are you located? Lower what mainland. Area? Lower mainland. I live in Ladner, so okay. I, I got a little training facility. You might hear some students clomping around upstairs and shop in the back. This where I am right now is my old office. I've turned into the podcast studio and mm-hmm. then, uh, where all the silver horse staff would be is just outside the office here, which I've turned into a bit of a production studio for our online training. So it's a 10 minute drive from my house. And then a 10 minute walk from my house. We've uh, taken over a old heritage building over a yeah. hundred years old. And that's where the office is out of now. So awesome. Yeah, so, so, you, so you can actually, so when you go onto the website, you can see that you do uh, specific training and you do it for, well, you break it down, which, so let's talk about it. There's stuff that's available for government. Uh, right. There's stuff that's, so why don't you tell us what you do for training? What uh, options are available? So we kind of do the gamut. We've got, uh, uh, when I was 18 years old, I got hired on by an armored car company. And I was like, Hey, this will be great. I'll get to carry a gun. I'm interested in firearms and, and, uh, work there for about a year and a half and decided, you know, I, I like the training side of this. I want to be able to train private security. So we do, uh, federal use of force and firearms training for private security. We do work with companies like DFO, Ministry of Forest, Chevron, you know, Geological Survey Canada, Tech Cominco, or I guess it just tech now. No, they're just Kaminko now. Anyways, um, parks, parks, Canada, BC yep. parks. Uh, we do work on, let's say predatory animal, uh, training awareness, uh, lethal and less lethal deterrence. I, uh, was fortunate enough uh, when I was reached out to many, many years ago to put together a, a bear training course. I said, well, I know the firearm side. I've been around guns since I've been four years old. I got my first gun when I was around four years old, little Steven's favorite little takedown 22, uh, custom made for my small frame. Uh, but 
the Bears side, I mean, I'm no expert in that. So I reached out to Stephen Herrero, who's an author and bear expert. And I reached out to Gary Shelton and Gary says, you know, Trav, I'm not really doing the training much anymore. I have this complete program I've put together, published author and here you use it, build upon wow. that. And it turned out that he was my wife's aunt's next door neighbor. That didn't hurt either. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> it's the six degrees of Trevor Bacon. Okay. Yes. <laughs> we do safety course yeah. training, hunter yeah. education training. We hold the contract, uh, providing the provincial online hunter education training. Yeah. Um, we do, uh, defense, the, personal defense, personal defense. Yeah. yeah. Some com combatives work. That's, uh, hasn't been the most, uh, from a professional side, definitely demand there from the, uh, from the private side, it's, um, uh, not as much of a demand. Mm -hmm. uh, what else? Um, yeah. Uh, so, okay. So you talked a little bit about it, about bear, et cetera. You do a lot of courses online. Is that, are you mm -hmm. doing more online because of COVID? Have you flipped that switch or is it stuff uh, that you've always done? Yeah, 2005 is when I first met with uh, some analysts back east about the from the Canadian Firearms Program. I said, "Look, you guys got to start getting with the getting with the times here and start putting some content online." I mean, the firearm safety course is one of the things that we offer, but if that could be something that's free or freely accessible to the general public and reduce that as a barrier to entry to firearms ownership, mm -hmm. holy crow, that'd be fantastic. Now, don't get me wrong. I catch heat from other instructors for even mentioning this. A lot of heat. There will be anonymous letters that are written. There's going to be angry emails. But um, <laughs> but my passion is the, I, I love to train. And I love bringing people into things that I enjoy, just like what you guys are doing. Yeah. And I, the idea of creating a business model around a, a government-regulated uh, business uh, essentially barrier to entry has never really sat right with me. So online training is something that we've worked forward forwards towards for a very long time. And I think it was 2015 when through newswire, we put out the first press release about the very first hybrid Canadian firearm safety course, where you do your uh, theory online and you come in and you see an instructor and you do your practical training and theory review and do all your testing in a properly invigilated area. And we were able to run a few of those before new legislation came in that said all training must be, well, new policy came in. All, all training must be done in a, in a classroom. Mm -hmm. hmm. Okay. But yeah, online training, I, I think in-person training, obviously you get the flavor from the instructor. Yeah, you do. You get a lot. There's a lot of great benefits to it. Mm -hmm. But when you have people living in remote areas of Canada who just. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you need to be able to offer those, and especially things like you do offer the online courses, like a bear defense and all those other ones that you specifically. I'm not going to see a bear here in Kingston, Ontario. Well, I actually might, but <laughs> um, specific ones that are for those more remote uh, regions as well. The other, right. the other um, courses that you offer more of the uh, range live fire ones. We constantly here we get feedback from our listeners do you know about handgun fundamentals courses do you know about if anybody is actually doing shotgun carbine or well I, adriel and i both get the marksmanship courses or mm -hmm. uh, questions uh you offer all of that as well 
We do. We're yeah. very fortunate to have some very well-qualified instructors who are passionate about training. Uh, we do a lot of that work for government and private security. Mm-hmm. And then the general public, we have courses that, uh, you know, we, we took a model, essentially, if you want to be a, a police officer, your, mm-hmm. your firearms training block is going to consist of certain things. If we can give the same kind of training, but maybe gear it towards a sport aspect, as opposed to, uh, calling it tactical. I, I mean, yep. uh, then we put together level one, level two, level three training courses for the, like that for the general public. There's the way to make a business model off of that on the general public side is get a lot of butts in the seats, get a lot of people pumping through and ha- have the cost up higher. We took a different approach. Mm-hmm. I don't look at those training courses as something that uh, is going to be a big money maker for silver core, but it, it's something that people keep asking for. It keeps people happy. And by the time you pay for range rental and insurance and, and all the things that are I- involved, we've got a full set of firearms for the class that they can use. And uh, if they don't have their own, uh, it really is more a labor of love on that aspect, but I think it helps fill a need. And there are other companies that are coming out that are uh, doing more and more uh, firearms training. I think Veritac yeah. is a is a local one that started doing it, and they seem to be getting some good reviews as well. Cool. Hmm. So let's talk about Silver Core Gun Club. All right. All right, let's do it. So all tell right. me all about it, and what's the benefits of being part of the gun club? So Silver Court Gun Club. Now this is, I think I've only told this story once before, and I don't know if anyone is really even listening. Okay. So <laughs> There's people listening. They're making comments. Yeah, there you go. So Silver Court Gun Club, I think it was 2004, 2005, right around then. And uh, a fellow working for the Firearms Center, Firearms Program, says, Trav, there's a, there is a bit of an issue back east. A kid brought a firearm into school. Mm-hmm. And nobody got hurt, never came out of the backpack. It was a, I think it was an elementary school, a bit of a show and tell thing, but we're going to have a big meeting. Every firearms officer has got to go back East and we're having a meeting about this. I'll let you know what it's all about. He came back and said, sorry, Trav can't tell you. We had to sign non-disclosures. But what I can say is that there is a three pronged approach to limiting legal firearms ownership in Canada. Legal, not illegal, but legal firearms ownership. And shortly thereafter came out the policy requirement to belong to a gun club or a range to have your ATT issued. And yeah. of course, when the ATTs started to get amalgamated in with their PAL, they said, well, if, if you've got a restricted endorsement, we're going to have to see your, your uh, range membership uh, for your renewals or for the issuance. Anyways, at the time I looked at it and I looked at the act and I looked at the regulations and I said, I don't think you guys can do that. I don't see anywhere in there that, that gives you the, the lawful authority to be able to, to, to do that. I said, tell you what, I'm going to fight it. Right. And he says, Travis, it'll get tied up in the courts for years. It's going to cost, we've got unlimited money. You don't, right. It's going to cost a lot. He said, why don't you just start a club? So. Okay. I, I thought it had to be arranged. This is no gun club arranged. So I talked to the lawyers. I said, you know, that money we had, we're going to fight this. Let's see about setting up a club. So I set up a club. I think it was five or 10 bucks to belong to it strictly to provide a service for the firearms community to be able to meet this requirement from the firearms program. And that was it. And I, I 
made zero money off of that. It's a nonprofit and ran it at a total loss for a very, very <laughs> long time because it had the name Silvercore in it. I thought, hey, yeah. this is going to be good promotion for the other stuff that we do. So over the years, we've then brought in insurance, 10 million in liability insurance throughout North America. Uh, we got discounts. We got discounts at tons of places. I think we just picked up Phoenix flashlights. Uh, oh, cool. We can't advertise. Can't advertise that discount, but if you're a member, you can log into the back end and see it. Uh, climate, uh, camping equipment, um, different gun stores, reliable Poco, beard supply, Splendid Master, <laughs> SRS Tactical, Veritax Solutions, like the, the list goes on. Um, okay. And then we do club shoots and we do postal shoots and we got prize giveaways. We've got I mean, Bradley Smokers is another one you get discounts on. And uh, we actually have got another top of the line Bradley Smoker is going to be given away here in a couple of months to mm. one lucky club member. Okay. And then, then the shoots, I mean, we've barbecues and get togethers and shoots. And primarily those ones are done in BC because that's where we are. But we do postal shoots as well. And the gun stores get behind it. We've had uh, handguns and rifles and accessories given away by the, uh, by Silver Core and, and the other other uh, gun stores and sponsors that have been involved. And so, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun and it's still run as a nonprofit. It's what I think it's awesome. 49, 49 bucks. And, and meets, people meets can, people can join it, especially if they're having a hard time getting into, okay. So Ontario um, clubs here, there's three, four where you, your wait list to get into a club here. So, right. yeah. So if you want to actually purchase a restricted and the CFO is saying, which club do you belong to? It's like, well, you guys, you guys are lucky because you had Daniel Bolofsky yeah. oh, and he was a silver core club member and he phones me up and says, Hey, I'm getting the runaround over here. Trav, what can you do? And I said, I'll help you. I'll help you any way I can. And Daniel, super smart guy, super tenacious. He took it to court and because of his efforts that he put in the requirement to belong to a gun club or range is not a requirement in your province. That's and correct. And if we could do that in every single province, I'd be thrilled. And we get people saying, well, hold on a second. Doesn't that, isn't that slit in the throat of the club? No, no. The Silver Court Gun Club, if, if you look at the club as just a worker, if people only join the Silver Court Club as a workaround for a firearms programs policy, that'd be kind of pathetic. Yeah. <laughs> really. But you have you have so much more that you offer to anybody that joins, joins the club, basically, as you right. talked about, you've got, well, they have access to some information that other people don't have. Um, you're releasing it to it and right. you're doing a service for actually all of these people as well. So it's awesome. Great Thank job. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hey, do you want to talk about the contest that you're having? Thank you very much, Kelly, for bringing it up. Man, I got heat on that one. I, I forgot to bring it up before. Uh, yeah, you know what? We're Silvercore Club, and you don't even have to be a club member for this one. Okay. We we are giving away a scholarship for a firefight, firefighter training scholarship. It's worth over $6,000. Uh, the training division in Texas is a uh, training school that certifies people for their NFPA 1 and 2 and hazmat courses, everything you need in order to be able to apply with most fire departments. All the person has to do is get their butt down to Texas, mm -hmm. all the room and board is covered, all their supply, everything is covered. So that's 
one that we are currently running and I think we've got about a week left on it. All, all, all anybody has to do is write on in and say, here's why I think I'd be a good candidate for that. And mm-hmm. we'll just go through them all and try and find the most deserving person who could really use a win in their life. I yeah. mean, that's possibly life-changing for some, for someone. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. It is life changing. And if yeah, I was I was actually half tempted. I should do this. <laughs> no, totally. I, I've been totally blessed with some of the stuff that I have going on in my life. So somebody else more deserving should uh, should actually um, should get it. We have a comment here. Uh, Adriel, do you want to read it out? Uh, yeah, the some clubs are so draconian. And what you have to do to join the club is ridiculous. Uh, forced service to the club or pay them extra to buy out your time probation. Members can get booted out just because the full member wants your bench, even if others are available. It's like the clubs don't want new members. They just want to the firearms community to end. Or they're just trying to take as much money out of it yeah. as possible, right? Yeah. Well, Travis, I'm not sure if you can actually help with that at all. <laughs> I, can, I can talk a little bit on that. Okay. And, and essentially, you know, I look at the rules and regulations that firearms owners in Canada have to uh, abide by mm-hmm. all the hoops that they have to jump through. And by the time that somebody becomes a licensed firearms owner, sometimes it kind of goes through their head a little bit. Let's say like you go in the States and everyone in their, their grandma has a firearm, right? It's no big deal. we got a gun. Here we go. We go shoot it in Canada. There seems to be a little bit of an elitist attitude by some in firearms ownership. It's then, true. then you come into the gun clubs and they're under very strict regulations and constant threat of being shut down by either the RCMP firearms program because of some policy or some guideline or the general public because of noise or, or whatever yeah. it might be. And they're deathly afraid of losing what it is that they have. And they tend to start creating their own rules and they try and get in front and try and get a a certain level of power ownership or control over their, their own environment. And sometimes that comes out sideways. They're so afraid of standing out in front of it and saying, there's nothing wrong with what we do. And it's a lot of fun. Come on out. And yeah, and it can kind of put some people off. So my hope with the silver core club is to work with other clubs, which we do, but I'd like to work with all clubs in Canada in order to create a more welcoming environment for people to be able to enjoy the sport and enjoy their passion. Yeah. Actually, um, we've talked about this uh, a couple times this last week about how we can be more welcoming uh, to new shooters. And yeah, we have to do it. And as you said, we have to be loud and proud and, and there's nothing wrong with our sport. That's right. it. I caught a lot of heat when I started the club, when some other clubs, when the new policy came in, they said, this is fantastic. Our club numbers were starting to dwindle. Now they have to join our club. This is great. Look at how many more members we're going to have and how much more money is going to come in. And, you know, well-meaning enough, they want to have members. And they looked at the silver core club and they said, well, now they're not going to join our club. I said, well, let's create value within your club. I'll send all of our members over to your place. I mean, let's, let's run events and do something so that the value is there for the individual. So I, one fellow put it, he says, you know, the problem with amateur sports is just run by amateurs and you know, (laughs) fair fair enough. Right. But it's a different perspective and it's a very, uh, very protective perspective. And I think that 
could be tough. All you're going to yeah. get are, are the guys who want to own a handgun but not ever go to the range, though. Yeah. Because like if they ever want to go to a range, you got to go to a club. So it's it's right. really a, a a small selection of uh, of the overall shooting community that you're even going to get in there. Yeah. Right. And uh, you know there there maybe there is a a little bit of a point to getting more people in clubs so that they start to get into the shooting community rather than you know go shooting in the bush or all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but when it comes to handguns, like yeah yeah, I I I guess they're not really like giving up a a, a super active member a uh, member of the community anyways, right? And and that's exactly it. We find a lot of people join the club who just don't have access to the range. Yeah. It's too far away, yeah. and now they've got this mm-hmm. hoop they got to jump through, right? Or the range is booking three years in advance, and they can't get in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so we work. I was actually on the phone. Yesterday morning with a couple of ranges, uh, very popular ones about, uh, running a promotion for the, uh, silver core club members to be able to get more people in their doors. And then we do, uh, like I say, the, the club shoots and the postal shoots, we're all about supporting the firearms community in the general shooting community. That's what you need yeah. to be. So thank you yeah, for totally. doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So I know Adriel, you jumped in, um, about this, but do you have any other questions for Travers? Uh, no. So, um, I posted the link to, uh, Silvercore a little bit higher up there, but, uh, uh, you've got the podcast, you got the training group, yep. you've got YouTube channel, any other social bits that we should follow Instagram. Yeah. We're on Instagram and Facebook and TikTok. Oh TikTok. yeah, TikTok too. Oh, yeah. I have that. Yeah. I, I, I've uh, I totally have to rethink the whole TikTok thing. I, I can I can see the path into uh, it's into just really. Spirals. <laughs> yeah, I, I've just got to repost some of the Instagram stuff in thirty second clips and. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so they can. Uh, so if they have topics they want to talk cover, um, they can reach you through any of those. Correct. They can, and they do. And podcasts at silvercore.ca or, or the head office info at silvercore.ca and even myself, Travis at silvercore.ca. I mean, we're very original with our, with our email addresses, <laughs> yeah. uh, but we do get a lot of participation from the, the listeners who yeah. are looking for what, whatever it might be. And, and we do our best to find the, the, an expert in that field to come in and talk to it. Awesome. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for coming on tonight. I was so excited when you said, yeah, I'll come on. So thank you. Thank you very much. I was equally excited to be on here. <laughs> Kelly, I, re- I really appreciate you organizing this and you as well, Adriel. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for coming on Travis. Yeah. Have a good night. Yeah. You too. You take care. Thanks. Once again, thanks to Travis Bader for coming on tonight's show and talking all about Silvercore. I'm so excited. I'm going to continue listening to, I'm, I just can't wait to, yeah. His podcast, if you haven't checked it out already, go and do it because you won't be sorry. I didn't hear him talk about using ocular pat-downs as a uh, as a security thing, but I'm pretty sure that's like what, like you look, if someone's coming at you, you look them dead in the eyes first, you perform an ocular pat-down, see yeah. if they got any weapons. Yeah. And uh, and then you, you know, you make a decision based on that. Yeah. 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 No? Yeah. Ocular pat-down. Ocular. So when you're talking about the different levels of situational awareness, you can actually do that. You can look at the person and say, he's got something in his pants. (laughs) Anyways. Code fuchsia. (laughs) This guy's packing. This guy's packing. (laughs) Yeah.
It's funny because I remember being down in Memphis and down on Beale Street and the cops were there. And I was uh, with uh, Rick Kedebeck and it was on our epic trip down down to Texas. And we went down with uh, we went down to Beale Street with a couple of friends of ours and they mm -hmm. concealed they can still carry and tell you who it was anyways. And the cops, there wasn't many people there because it was a little cooler because the Canadians came and they brought the cold apparently. Anyways. So when we were on Beale street, the cops were there and standing at the corner, but they would actually do the ocular pot pat pat down that you were talking about. They could see actually whoever was carrying and who wasn't carrying and they were watching mm. them. So. I was just, just making like a, a silly, always sunny in Philadelphia reference. I know. Not not but, serious at all. <laughs> I actually brought it to, you know, life experience. Mm. That was one of the best trips ever, by the way. I said 36 hours, but it was 32 hours locked in a car with Rick. It was hilarious. There was Texas is awesome though. I love Texas. Oh my God. Yeah. Texas is amazing. If you guys Texas it, is the Alberta of the United States. Yeah, absolutely. And the further you get, the closer to the Mexican border. Yeah. You get, yeah, we were pretty close to the Mexican border, actually. It was so good. We got really good Mexican food. Just good. get better food. The closer to the border you get, more flavors, <laughs> more spices. More everything. Mm -hmm. When they say it's spicy, you got to take them serious. They're yeah. not joking around. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> So if like, you get a if you get a chance, try the Mexican Coca Cola too, because it's not made with sugar. It's made with Mexican sugar. It's good. I keep saying Mexican. Cocaine Maybe, is that PC? Cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, well, that's nose candy. That's not sugar. Yeah. yeah <laughs> All right. <laughs> what do we get into? Listener feedback. Listener feedback is sponsored by Armory DC Gunsmith. Armory DC Gunsmith is a full service gunsmith who specializes in firearms refinishing. He offers hot bluing, parkerizing, coat finishes, as well as wood and steel refinishing. Check out his online inventory of new use, new and used guns, firearms, accessories, optics, and more at dcgunsmith.ca. You can also check him out on the Facebook as well as Instagram. And I left this in this week because I think I haven't heard back from uh, Denis, but I'm sure that he's still running this. So if you'd like to go and check out their Ruger 1022 combos in stock, uh, it comes with a, a Verden EO Eon. Is it Eon? Eon 3 to 9 by 40 scope and has a hard plastic case. It's available with either the black synthetic stock or the hardwood stock. The regular price on it is $509.99. Okay, $510. Uh, but there's a discount for Slamfire Radio listeners. It's $450 for anyone who calls or sends a Army DC gunsmith a message saying that you heard it on Slamfire Radio. See? You get benefits for listening to Slamfire Radio. Mm -hmm. Sweet! Do you want to read this one here from Josh? I actually asked Josh if we could we could post this and he said sure go ahead so anyways, I haven't pre-read it so I have no idea what I'm getting into but okay. I like it okay hey guys <laughs> I forgot to tell you about my experience when the auction went live I was all set up and ready my customer profile had been made in advance and I practiced navigating through the website I knew all the tips and tricks to get through fast when the auction went live the scope that I wanted came up very quickly a strike eagle 5 to 25 I clicked then clicked a second time and a third, and it was done. I had bought it. Only problem was I clicked on the wrong scope. Instead of a Strike Eagle, I'd clicked on a Razor Gen 3 instead. I forgot the price exactly, but it was multi-thousands. I did a quick research of Canadian prices and found that it was only about $500 under retail, or I would have stuck with it. 
Uh, I thought it was half of retail instead of half of MSRP. Uh, two very different numbers. So I backed out of the purchase. I watched it go back up on the website and it was bought by someone else in seconds. Overall, I was surprised I got an item, disappointed it was the wrong item, and I'm ready to try again for next year. Sent from my mobile device. Oh, yeah. I just copied and pasted that piece. <laughs> so, I wanted to read it, though. <laughs> yeah. So Josh was talking about Profit River. Remember we were talking mm-hmm. about Profit River and they were going to be uh, doing the whole yep. uh, Vortex. So he was in on it. We totally forgot. But he got an I item. To the range. I think I went to the range. Not to brag, but I just go to the range so often. I just forget stuff on the weekends. I'm just I so busy in. I was going hot. to the range. <laughs> <laughs> I was sleeping. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't get in on it. But Josh did. So congratulations mm-hmm. to him. He's going to try it. It's more than once a year. I think they do it like twice a year or yeah. something like that. Yeah. I'm going to next time. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to bring up the next thing as well? Yeah. We uh, we just released our all of our host interviews are now on YouTube. Uh, and we want your feedback. So um, send it to us uh, on uh, slamfireradio at gmail.com. Uh, let us know if you wanted to want us to read it or if it's just like one-to-one feedback on yep. uh, on what you liked or didn't like about, about the uh, different hosts. And uh, I think we're going to make a decision next week. Yeah, I think so. So, yeah, we'd like to hear from you guys what you think mm-hmm. of the potential new co-hosts. And if you're a Patreon, you got to see them a little bit early. I know. See, again, Mm -hmm. there's benefits with being a member. Finally. Finally, we did something for (laughs) (laughs) you. I'm a Patreon. I -hmm. got to see it early, but Mm -hmm. I also got to see it early. There was was issues. Actually happening at Uh the time. What? Yeah. You were on the thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I knew what was happening. But, anyways. Mm But, and also Chris K, thank you for, or sorry, Chris W, thank you for actually pointing out and redirecting us when we had some issues with releasing. Oh man, what a pain in the butt that was. So like YouTube, if it's unlisted, people can see it, but if it's scheduled, they put it to private and then no one can see it. So we had it on the, I had like a schedule for the YouTube, a schedule for the Patreon. And then that just broke everything. I failed. You did not fail the listeners. You You got it up and working. It was fine. It did. It was, it was good. After a while. And then it broke yeah. it again. And then I fixed it. Actually, it broke itself. Anyways, it, who cares? Yeah, but you fixed it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, as we said, we'd like to hear from you, whether it's uh, just actual regular feedback or if you have watched the co-hosts. Uh, send the email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Patronies. Well, you just got some content. Yay! Uh, anyways. If you'd like to support the show, you can actually do so by going over to patreon.com. Uh, look for Slam Fire Radio. We'd love to actually have you on board as you know Patreon supporters uh, so that we can send this content to you every week. You'd, if you do become a Patreon, we'll send you out some swag as well. So don't forget to send us an email. Adriel will make sure that his kids you know, work hard to get it out to you soon. Right? It might go to your neighbors, but uh, <laughs> it'll go in the mail. <laughs> awesome. All right. Do you have any shout outs, Adriel? Hmm. Not this week. Okay. So my big shout out is to Travis Bader because he's amazing. And I, yeah, I just love listening to him. I actually go to sleep to him now as opposed to us. (laughs) Remember when I used to voice a little bit more soothing? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, I also want to give, I know this is going to be totally piss people off but i want to give a shout out to doug ford for finally opening up the ranges in ontario that's it 
<laughs> I love how the conservative premiers like can't catch a break because they they get it from both sides. There's so many people in Alberta just furious with, with Kenny. Kenny because either he's restricted too much or restricted too little, and people are just so pissed on both sides. It's hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> you just typed something. So do you want to actually? Oh yeah, uh, shout out to Bullseye North. So they they sent that uh, uh, that keystone to me to to review. And like I said in the video, it's not something I'd normally uh, test out. And uh, I think a lot of people are curious about it. And now they've got a video that shows size and shows the weight of it and uh, and whatnot. Uh, I actually had one commenter like say like, yeah, I've seen pictures of it and that kind of thing. But it didn't really like the scale of it didn't make sense. And it, it wasn't until in the video where you could see it like being used by a kid or, or by like next to me uh, that it like really made sense. Like, oh, yeah, that's yeah. the scale of the thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm happy that uh, I got that out. It's adorable. Like I, I don't call Ben's adorable very often, <laughs> oh, but holding adorable. it, it is so adorable. That's so cute. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I think that again, you're doing something that you're doing a video for something that's not really out there. So you're providing that service, but I, it like is that two two six versus bread and ninety two. No one has ever covered that topic before. <laughs> Not that way, at least. Yeah. <laughs> Your videos are getting cool. So just want to say. They're going to get weirder. They're going to get weirder? weirder? Oh, mm-hmm. gosh. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Thanks for that. Uh, what was going to ask? Oh, I can't remember. Anyways. All right, everybody. Uh, go on over to Gun Orders Canada. We have a link there. So go and actually. We, you can chat with us, by the way. You just don't have to click on the link and view it. You can actually chat with us and we'll chat Apple back with stuff you. over there, too. Yeah. 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 You have your own separate link too, but we mm-hmm. also have the Slamfire Radio. But go over to mm-hmm. say hi to to Adriel and the Hunting Year guy too. Give us a like, uh, give us a like on Facebook and also send us a review if you'd like as well. We have that up and running now on Facebook. Join the CCFR and yeah, we'll see you next week. Oh, by the way, everybody's got to tune in next week. We got some gooders in, on next week. We've got hmm. some great guests. We had Travis today, and next week we got some. We got uh, um, some people from Milkun coming on to talk about mental management. So we got uh, Keith Cunningham and also Linda. So it's exciting. Those, that's going to be a really exciting one. Sweet, cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And and maybe maybe we'll make an announcement about who our new co-hosts mm. are and maybe mm-hmm. we might even have a guest host on as well mm. and maybe busy busy, busy. Mm-hmm. uh-huh so everybody see you next week so if you have any comments or questions for the show please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com now go grab a gun and shoot something when the talking is over Time to get a gun